What's up, everybody? Welcome to Eight Hour Chat. It's a one-hour discussion where we cram in eight hours worth of chat that we put off at work. Uh, my name is Oscar. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. Hi, I'm Shan. I Hi. thought it would take longer with that, and I ate a spoonful of soup. <laughs> so we're joining Shan mid-spoonful of soup. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah, she's, she's apparently we're going to be starting off with a soup story today. Apparently, because first of all, she's eating some sort of strange orange mystery orange soup that came that out of like scary. a hot blender. I, I know that there's that's not that big. Deal. <laughs> it is. I've there's never so that heard of a hot food. blender in my life. We should get you a hot blender. When's your birthday? Too long. Too long, yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no holidays coming up that I feel appropriate to give you a soup blender. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to wait. Um, oh, you, you don't want to get me a St. Patrick's, a St. Patrick's hot blender? No, you don't get people. Hold on, you don't get anywhere <laughs> for St. Patrick's. You get them green stuff. So maybe I can make you soup that's green. Yeah, just some you sort them, of. You get them green stuff or alcohol. Speaking of green soup. So, what's this about <laughs> you and pea soup? Okay, all right. So, and you are one of these people. Um, just to be clear, this is like one of the only things you and my family have in common. <laughs> mm -hmm. You like split pea soup. Oh, dude, yeah, pea soup yeah. is fucking yeah, you dang. You like Solvang, you get split pea soup. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pea yeah. soup Andersons. They're selling that place, by the way. No! Yeah, Kel is, Kel asked They're me They're selling for, the pea house? The yeah, pea house? Yeah, Kel asked me if asked me to borrow 10 million dollars so she could buy it and i was like Ooh. <laughs> she, she just needs the recipe yeah, yeah so my family i mean i have family up in oregon and we're, we live in uh, the southern california region and i spent my life driving up and down between central oregon and southern california every summer every summer on the way home we would stop and we would get split pea soup solving every every single time that was like a tradition delicious my parents, my parents would cook ham for christmas and then they, we we would make split pea soup with the ham bone mm. so like i've i've grown up having homemade split pea soup i hate split pea soup <laughs> it's got like a chalky consistency and i hate it but i just didn't know that i could say no so I just ate split pea soup all the time. Just your whole life? Yeah, and I would eat it with like a lot of bread. So I could dip the bread into it. That made it not as chalky a consistency somehow. I think the, the I just tasted more bread consistency than anything is the problem. Yeah. And this is what I did all of all of my life. You are crazy. Split pea soup is so good. Like, That's especially right. with like all the it. toppings they give it to you with at yeah. specifically Anderson. Yeah, it's just a consistency issue. I don't like it tasting chalky. Hmm. And that's just Weird. the thing. Like, I understand that tons of people like split pea soup. I'm not like sitting here, like, how do you like split pea soup? I don't get I, chalky from it, is the thing, but I mean, I, that's weird. I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. Well, I started dating Chris, and I told him that I didn't like split pea soup and that I had never told my family. And then we had split pea soup once. <laughs> And he told my family. 
Oh my god. We <laughs> think I like outed him for something else. I can't even oh, remember. Okay, I was I'm like, sure he fucking he outed you? I, I outed him first about something. I think it was cauliflower. Um uh and oh, cauliflower. That's a whole like cauliflower. <laughs> let's, let's not, let's not. But. Let's, let's, let's stick with one. We're yeah, gonna yeah. stick with one. Um but yeah, I, I got outed for um not liking uh split pea soup. And my, you would have thought that I had killed somebody. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I mean, if I mean, this happened when you started dating Chris, which was what a couple I of was, years ago. I okay, so I'm 28, 29. Good lord, we're 29. Mm-hmm, I'm 29 mm-hmm. now. Um, and it was probably like a year and a half into dating him, and we're we're about to have our four year anniversary. So I mean, so yeah, you were already. You were well into your twenties when this new like I mean I could see them going to tell I could them. yeah because they're going to tell them it, 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 it their whole life had been a lie at that point. I can see where I they're coming from. Always get a little bit of soup and feigned like oh I don't feel so good. Just mm-hmm. give me a little bit of soup. The, but the, mind you, this soup is good. It has the same consistency, which is why I'm struggling through. Oh no. There's just something about vegetable soup. That like, doesn't, doesn't like, jive well with, with Shan. It's just it's just vegetable because like I'll eat clam chowder by the buckets. Uh, see, I can't see no, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And clam chowder kinda has almost the same consistency, and I don't know if it's the taste. I can't do it. I can't do fish. Wait, can I tell you my favorite thing ever about mm. um, clam chowder soup? Chris can't stand me putting putting anything. So I put oyster crackers in my, my clam chowder soup. Yeah, that's fine. Like, like a, a normal, reasonable do. person. Yeah, everyone does that. Chris can't stand it. They hand you like 40 packets of them when you yes. get it at Fisherman's yeah, Wharf Chris in San Francisco. the wrong way to do it. Oh, okay. It's the wrong way to eat it. So my favorite thing ever is he once left the table while we were eating. We were both eating clam chowder soup and I took mm-hmm. the crackers. And I just like stuck one standing straight up on his spoon and waited for him to return. Oh, God. And he didn't notice. And I started recording. I have the video somewhere. I should find it. Um, I started recording. He didn't notice for a while. And then all of a sudden he noticed and he got so. (laughs) (laughs) There's a cracker in my soup. He was, he knew I did something. He just couldn't figure out what until he looked down and saw the cracker in his soup. There you go. And that was the day Chris learned how to eat clam chowder like a normal person. He didn't. He still won't eat it that way. <laughs> but he won't well, eat tomato soup without crackers. You tried. So there is my soup story. Nice. Um, my story for the week is that uh I did a bad thing. What did you do? We're gonna have to talk about the Monopoly stuff later because I did not do any research because I no, did we something. We said we skipped a week. Oh, okay. Well, we said two weeks. So you're fine. I mean, okay. You cool, do a bad thing. I, I, I hope not because I didn't. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. No, I did a bad thing. I did something that I've been stopping myself from doing for a long time because I knew it was going to be an endless rabbit hole for me. What did you do? I got into Doctor Who. Oh, it's so good. I know. Oh, my God. It's so good. What, what season are you on? Uh, currently, I just hit season five. So I just got a new doctor and a new companion i'm on so matt smith yeah i just yeah i just lost is, uh 
Well, I, yeah, her whole like. In hey guys, space. spoilers! Hold up! Hey guys, spoilers! Spoilers! Spoilers for Doctor Who's. Uh, spoilers majorly. <laughs> yeah, skip ahead about a minute or so. I suppose. We'll I put know. it. We'll put it in the description. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Don- Donna made me cry. Yeah, I love Donna. And I and- also cried for the Doctor at the end of it for the fact that he didn't get. Um. Did you watch the specials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched okay. everything. So I also cried for the doctor at the end of it that he didn't get to be the one to live out his life with Rose. Oh yeah, he got the weird fugitive imposter one now. But yeah, he got the, she got the human one, which is I mean fine, but like yeah, see that was the, the that was crazy to me. Like I like David Tennant a lot, and when he he freaking catfished me, dude. When like the first time he he like he dies from the Dalek and uh, he regenerates and. You expect a new dog. I was like, oh, this is it. My boy's done. And no, that's when he had the like the DNA from the hand. So he got the same body. And I was just like, what? Yeah. So that was also that was also a trip. You know, like <sighs> apparently he's been Doctor's apparently he's been like unanimously voted the best doctor by all of that's the UK. Okay, so that is not unanimous. Oh, by the UK people? That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like everyone. I was like, I've met a ton of, do- of Doctor Who fans that that uh Matt Smith is their favorite doctor. I do love Matt Smith. I just I, I I just started with him, so I still have that's fair. I still have to like get to know him. But. And I also liked Christopher Eccleston. Oh uh, yeah, the, the that the ninth Doctor. Yes. Yeah, I loved him. He was so yes. intense. Um, and every if you watch every Doctor, so right before Eccleston is right after he's destroyed his home world. Yeah, right after the time that's, the, that's time the war. Yeah. So he's born of anger and pain and bitterness, mm-hmm. and that's that Doctor, and then. Um, and then Tennant is born out of love. The love for Rose. I'm obsessed with the Daleks. They're my new favorite people. They terrify me to no end. You I love who, the Daleks. They're who, hilarious. Who is, they terrify me. Who is your favorite Doctor Who villain so far? The, the, I just said the Daleks. They're my, okay. specifically the who cult of, the cult, specifically the cult of Scaro. Yeah. Daleks. Yes. Those are my boys. Who, who, what? Doctor Who villain do you fear the most so far? I mean, the only one that's really scary to me are the Weeping Angels. That's fair. I feel like the Weeping Angels get less scary because they you know, did I, I read that- some fucking crazy fan theory rabbit hole about those guys, too, that let me tell you. And there's you can- a lot that, like, people... So in the episode Blink, he... You are also watching... Those angels won't move while you're watching them. You're part of it. Yeah. That's not true necessarily of later seasons, and I don't like that as much. Mm. Um, well, see, I haven't finished it, so no spoilers. I know. I like I know. That's why I'm like, it's, that's why I'm just leaving it at that. Like, they were terrifying, and the way it was done was really well, but then he tried too hard. I think their like secret, uncom- unconfirmed backstory is what what I, what makes me like them the most. What's their secret, unconfirmed backstory? Well, he, the, epi- the episode, uh, the last episode of this arc before we switched doctors, um, when um, the master is about to release all the Time Lords, mm-hmm. uh, like towards the end of it, when they like uh, take their vote to like come out and like destroy everything or whatever and, and leave the time lock, mm-hmm. um, they said that they, that they had an almost unanimous vote except for two of them. 
and the words specifically the guy says and he says and they will be punished like the like the they'll be punished like the weeping angels of old and they, and it shows two uh time lords kneeling with their hands on their face in the same position of them so the theory is that they're that the weeping angels are punished time lords because uh I, guess, I suppose that would make because, sense. because that's what they thrive on that's what they do is when they touch they you they, 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 time. yeah they send you back in time and let you live out a full life but whatever life you were supposed to live before they sent you back they consume all that time energy for themselves and, see, and that's i suppose why the weeping angels didn't scare me as much because they you did still get to live a full life i mean like what's your name's yeah. friend had a great life and kids and family like yeah you lose everybody you know but you're not dead yeah like everything else kills you the daleks freak me out because they just there's not like you're either a dalek or you're not dalek dalek also exterminate also, exterminate exterminate also the the argument between the cybermen and the daleks dude that's that's what made that's what i'm telling you those are my boys oh, okay. that's that that's this cult of scaro it's you like dude, dude they need to drop a fucking like diss mixtape oh my god those like you resemble inferior species known as cybermen <laughs> calling them out on their shit you are superior in only one regard you are better at dying <laughs> so so good such good dialogue this is not war this is pest control oh bars i love the freaking daleks man they're my boys i think kel ordered me like a little dalek statue instantly after she saw how obsessed i got with them so good so i do not blame you yeah well yeah that was that's that that was pretty much been been my week i did I haven't even played a lot of games, which is like my my other form of content create. I haven't even played a bunch of games because I've just been wormholing into Doctor Who. I so good. most of the way through the 12th Doctor, and I have watched barely any of the 13th. Mm-hmm. 13th um, is a woman, right? Yes, it is. Nice. And her storylines, I've heard, are written poorly, but she's a good actress, which sucks. Oh, that sucks. But um, to be fair, you're heading into Moffat Town, which Moffat Town, for me, he tries really hard and tries. So you, you're changing from <clears throat> the d- companions are nothing special. But what makes them special is them wanting to do things for the doctor. Mm-hmm. You're changing to there's something inherently special about these companions mm-hmm. and the doctor finds them because of that which mm-hmm. is not a trope i like i see um and i think 13 goes back to there's nothing special about these people they just become special because of the doctor mm, okay um and the 13th also goes back to the old old trope of the doctor having more than one companion oh that's interesting yeah and that's like old classic who he had yeah 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 that, i haven't i haven't even touched that i've only I like <laughs> i've read a bunch because like i said i did like a whole deep dive on my boys the daleks so i have like a lot of context from like the see i'm glad that i got into it late because now i can refer to like the wikis and fandom mm-hmm. things to like explain everything so uh, i i have a little bit of context from like you reading. know what i had i had tumblr <laughs> there you go yeah, Kel said it was really because Kel's laughing at me because she says that like 
I'm like 12 years too late or some shit. And I was like, no, 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 it was a choice. Oh, there's things that they do. There's things that they do in these seasons that they definitely stole from people like just fanballing from Tumblr. Wow. Like you definitely, I'm like, you stole that right from Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's start moving into. Okay. What some of our main discussions here before we before this just ends up being a whole who cast? Yeah, I mean we're like <laughs> we're spoilers for like twelve years ago. Spoilers, we, spoilers for IRL. We work together tomorrow, so we're probably oh, gonna we talk can, about Doctor Who all day. Yeah, we can gush. We can gush about <laughs> Doctor Who tomorrow. Yeah, um, we can gush and rage and have so much fun. Um, but yes. Uh, my soup is almost finished. I've been eating my soup like a good child. Nice. Alrighty, so this week I want to start off with something. I don't even think it's on the list. I think I have it. I think I have it written down on my own. Oh, will you write something down on the list? Sure. You can leave this in, or you can take this out. I don't really care. Okay. Um, will you write down um, on some some whichever page says controversial stuff? Um, on whether or not an opinion can be wrong. We're not having the discussion right now. Okay. We'll write it down. <laughs> All right. And we're not having the debate tomorrow. Okay. Fine. <laughs> At some point, we will debate. <laughs> what was the thing that you wanted to bring up? So, it was brought to my attention by my girl. It was a while ago now, and I and I just good thing I remembered. She showed me. Um, this girl she knows uh, started up like a like an Instagram like food business, and oh. yeah, and I, I've I've seen it like I, I've seen people do it like pretty frequently, like, you know, like uh, fitness people like they I'm start sorry, like. Are you gonna talk about MLMs? N- I don't even know what the hell that is, well, but uh, okay. that's fine. Go ahead, keep going. No, but so like you know like those people that would sell like food prep type of stuff that you buy like their meals for for like the week from them and stuff like that yeah and shit like that and i've heard of all this stuff but this lady i don't i i was at a loss for work and it made me kind of angry in a way like i don't know so the best way the best title i because she doesn't have like a like i've never heard of anybody else doing this and i don't think there's a title for it I, I I have dubbed her a, a food arranger. Okay. What does she do, specifically? So the meal prep people, you know, they cook you the food, they portion it out for you, they give it to you, and like, blah, blah, blah. This woman doesn't cook any of the food, but passes it off as her own. What she does is she goes to, like, the deli section of grocery stores and gets, like, deli sandwiches and, like, sides and stuff like that and arranges them on plates so that they look nice. And then goes around and, and and sells it back to people at a premium. But do people pay for this? I apparently, okay. yeah, apparently. I, I'm going to let you know, and this is the reason why a market for her exists. And you're going to hate this, but there are a lot of people who would like to have. Um, there are people, especially people in snootier areas, that mm-hmm. want to have a party and want to have this stuff, um, but they don't want to necessarily hire a caterer. Or the people that like aren't aren't in the snooty areas, but they want to be in, you know, the people. Mm-hmm. Like they they definitely want to be in the snooty areas and look like they have a ton of money, even if they don't. So they'll pay this woman the premium because 
it's still cheaper than catering. Okay, yeah, and uh, that's fine. And you can pay someone to like do that. But the thing that gets me is that this woman doesn't cook any of the food and she's passing <laughs> she, it off she, like she does. Okay, so she is trying to pass it off. like Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. She's saying like that, that she's home cooked and delicious and all this I type know of stuff. No, it's not home cooked. Because Kel tell told me that she goes and she buys Kel personally knows this woman. Oh no. I'm no. telling you, she literally yeah. goes and buys pre-prepared food and arranges it on trays in different configurations to make it look nice. That's what I'm saying. She's to not a ca- like she she's not a caterer. She's she's not in she's not an an edible arranger because it's not like she's cutting fruits into shapes or anything creative like that she's literally buying food and rearranging it on a plate That's and annoying. selling it as home cooked food like this like you know like no, I do. I understand. <laughs> I'm losing my shit like and i and i want to know if you've ever heard of anybody that does something no. like that no 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 because it, it literally like blew my absolute my, i was losing my shit i was like should i be angry because yeah. like she's hustling people like but I mean, I can respect the hustle, but at the same you time, what the, the hustle. you know, fuck, I know. lady, what, what, are, what do you, what? Like, also, like, it's not that hard to make these things. I, yeah, deli like sandwiches, potato bread. salad, and shit like that. Fuck, like, man. It's not, it's not that hard to make. And, and and to have the audacity to get on the internet and <laughs> lie to these people, say that you made this food, like that's where I'm at. Like, I don't care if you you're honest about it it's the why yeah that's the thing i'm saying it's just like you're not some like great caterer or anything you're not doing any you're you're just rearranging food. she's a food arranger yeah no i understand where we're at now and i'm like yeah no no and you're trying to it's the fact that she's trying to say that she's does she claim to be a small business yes i hate them that's what I'm trying. That's what I was trying see, to get. At. Here, here's how I know that you know what an MLM is, by the way. Um, Mary Kay is an MLM. Uh, the people who sold those leggings, um, the essential oil people. No, I have no that's idea. All, what you're okay, talking. but that's all MLM, MLM. Okay. It's multi-level marketing. It's basically a pyramid scheme, but they call it multi-level marketing. Oh God. Um, and they, you know, they claim to try try and claim to be small businesses. It's like it's like the thing we talked about. Um, we t- I think I talked to you about it at work. This is also not on the list, but it's related. All the like restaurants on um on Postmates and shit that are popping up. Oh, they're yeah. like Wing Street and Burger Stop, and they try and pass off as these small businesses. And guess the fuck what? It's Denny's, y'all, or fucking Chili's. Always, always or, look up your Postmates. Yeah, so these people, these these companies I are splitting they, sections they, of their I, menu. I yeah, they have, and now like certain ones have like a little flag at the bottom that says like powered by Denny's and shit like that. But for a while, they were legitimately opening up, like splitting off sections of their menu and creating listings as if it was a brand new restaurant. Yep, to try and get people's money because they knew that people were trying to smart support small businesses. It was so scary! Oh my god! Like I'm so angry. Let me just read you the the, the note that I had written. To bring this up, uh, the the name of the lady, which is Mabel, fake caterer, is the title of the note. And then, hey, hey, tone out the woman. <laughs> hey, no, there's no last names here. Okay. 
like an interior designer for food on tables is what I wrote down. Repackager, <laughs> food aesthetic creator, food arranger, culinary visual artist. Like I was trying to figure out a name for this stupid ass profession she had created first. She is a fake caterer because she says that she makes it and she doesn't. She yeah. And I would consider her a fake caterer. Thank you. Oh, this is so nice. I thought if she I, actually made the food, then it'd be different. But like, yeah, she doesn't. And a hundred percent, I'm behind you on that. I think that's exactly what I told Kel too. Is like, is this lady was out here like actually cooking this shit and like arranging it and yeah. making it like fucking more power to you. That's dope. That's how you stand out. Or if she was not trying to pass it off as her own. Yeah, that's One the thing. The, like, I don't know. It's the line that gets to you and me because we can't stand liars. Oh god, that like set me up, but yeah, it, uh, now I'm just mad all over again because of these damn like big chain restaurants doing this shit too. Ah, oh. they're so dumb. I hate big chain restaurants. Uh, so yeah, that was that. That was my topic, my, my first topic there for the week. What do you want to talk about this week, Shan? I watched. My sister got Discovery Plus. Okay. Okay. So this week has consisted of me on and off watching uh, Breaking Amish. Say that, run that by me one more time. Breaking Amish. Okay, what it, the it, fuck is It's that? Amish people leaving their homes. Oh, what? That happens? Like, yeah. like is uh, like on that one year of pilgrimage they get or whatever? Yeah, some of them are that, but I found out apparently, like, even if they go, they get the choice to go on the pilgrimage, and if they take it when they get back, they're still shunned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, Excuse me. Then why they, do they even offer it? That's yeah, fucked I don't up. Know. They can't eat with their family. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pilgrimage gives you money, so you ha- like so you can also make a wife if you decide to stay outside of it. But the, yeah, it's like shunned. Like they can live in the same house, but they like their family can't really like they can't go to funerals. You know, they just like lose all honor and respect yeah, in, in their family. That's fucking crazy, yo. Yo, and I apparently like I'm I'm not very far into it right now, but like three of these five that are doing it are all adopted. And I was like, do Amish do Amish people get a get a discount? Can I fake being Amish to adopt a child? Is like, it cheaper? What? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. The thing is, like, okay, you, so you watched a bit of it. How do um, how do Amish people make money? Well, they still sell things like the farmers markets. But they don't go to like big city farmers. They just it's all with yeah. They, well, they live in like rural Pennsylvania. So and they, people will uh, still pay for their product, and they'll still sell things to like the government and things. Oh, okay, like so they so they do sell things to outsiders. They do interact they, yeah, they with sell outsiders. Things okay. with outsiders, but you're not allowed to like marry an outsider or do anything. Mm-hmm. So are there like any big corporations or anything that are Amish owned or anything like that? Like probably not because that would require too much technology. So none of them are like particularly wealthy at all, then, right? They just like kind of make I mean, their make their own, small their honest living. For? Hold on, but also, what do they spend their money on? They own the land, okay? Mm-hmm. They don't have TVs. Fuck, you're right. God damn. So it doesn't matter that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, they're like set up. They like way. don't spend it. They have nothing to like. I mean, they give it back to the church. It goes back to other crops. Um, they have water, and they have like some electricity. They have lights for electricity. Um, but they don't have like TVs. They don't have internet. They don't have phones. Radios. Like, wall phones, maybe. 
radios? That's true. No, no radios. They have yeah. And they work all day. I mean, they work in the field all day. It's back to like the farm. Like there was no time. Do to- any do any of them make music? Is there music at all? Um, is there Amish music? Oh my god, this is breaking my heart. I'm about to start crying. This is their life. They don't know anything but it. That's why, like, a lot of these kids are going. And I'm like, like I said, like three of them are adopted. So it's like one of them was adopted, and she's Puerto Rican. Amish. He's like the only person of color in her household. But Amish. There was one guy who he's leaving on his pilgrimage, and he's been dating this woman for four years. I mean, they might, but I think it's all worship music. I don't think they're allowed to make music that's not. Yeah, it says the culture, the, the music in Amish culture is mainly singing, and it's mostly only for worship and reflection. Yeah. So they just can't, like, just worship. This says a very small number of people may learn to play the harmonica or the accordion, but they do not play in pu- Holy, this is... <sighs> I don't know how I'd survive without music, so this is like... This is the craziest concept to me right now. I understand. Well, here's what you have to remember. We grew up with all that stuff. Like, we grew up with all that stuff. So, yeah, if we suddenly had it taken away, it'd be really weird and we'd hate it kind of thing. But that does not mean that they, like, hate their life and are miserable. No, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that me, for as an outsider looking in, with the knowledge yeah. that I currently have, would... would it breaks my heart. Yeah, like I'm. Not, yeah, I'm sure that they, it, if you've never known music, you don't miss music. You know what I mean? But they like, also have like some language that I don't know what it is, but it seems to be like only Amish people speak it, and they've like spoken it a couple times on the TV. What? Yeah, it was pretty neat. Do uh, so the I've been Amish that. have I've been their own Amish. language? I'm waiting for Discovery Plus to on the 29th. They're getting all of 90 Day Fiance which is a guilty pleasure of mine to watch. Um, and then I've been watching with Chris, the aquarium. Pause, 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 pause. You may not know that, Pen- you may know that Pennsylvania German, also known as Pennsylvania Dutch, is the oh. primary language of most Amish and conservative Mennonite communities. You know what, that makes sense. I've heard of Pennsylvania Dutch. So that makes sense. Huh. Um, the aquarium's about the Georgia Aquarium, which has a um, tank, one tank that is uh, 6.3 million gallons. Yikes, that's a lot of water. Well, they have three whale sharks in it. And they're one of five aquariums in the world that are allowed to have whale sharks. Are whale sharks nice? Oh my god, they're so nice. Are they? Yeah. They, they sound like nice fellas. If they're like, because whales are nice fellas. Well, I mean, they're still a shark but they are uh they don't eat people uh, that's they that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's always a plus yeah yeah they're plankton well they don't eat like meat really they eat plankton and krill, krill and they just suck it into their mouth and then they push all the water out their gills like a whale but they're a shark and do you know what i found out last night about sharks hmm their blood clots super fast like hmm. almost immediately and i was like that's super cool that's got to be so like right the other sharks don't like smell their blood and bite them Mm -hmm. right like that's the only thing i could think that was for but it's so cool i like i like sea creatures too i'm learning a lot i also cried last night because a baby animal didn't survive hey man that'll get to you yeah that got to me really good (laughs) but i i need to watch more breaking amish because i have somewhere in that list um what i know about the amish 
which is more now. <laughs> <laughs> Your knowledge of the Amish has expanded a bit. It's expanding. It's growing. What is this? It's in my burning questions. About the Amish? Yeah, I don't know why we put it in burning questions, but it's there. Does that say boobies jewelry? Oh. <laughs> I know what that is. Would you like to know what that is? Sure. It is not jewelry for your boobies. Okay. It is jewelry of boobies. Not the, the not the direction I was okay. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'll drop you awake. No, please don't. No, no, what? No. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, this one works. Oh my god, there's ring. I'm just gonna, um, I'm... Oh, I think I remember why it's in Burning Questions. Is it because why does this exist? No, it, it's, it was in Burning Questions because I really wanted to know what you knew about the Amish. Yes, and I was like... It was, a, it was my Burning Question, yeah. Multiple Marriage Mormons is also on Burning Questions. Oh, yeah, because I watched a documentary, documentary on... A documentary. On, a documentary. You know what? It's in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I watched a documentary on um, on the Mormons of uh, Utah that have multiple marriages, which is not the same as polygamy what at you, all. What do you what? What do you mean? Okay, Isn't so that by definition, polygamy. No, so polygamy is everybody coexisting in a relationship together, like they all want to date each other. Are you opening the link? Uh, it's asking me to save something. I don't think you sent an actual link. Oh, I sent a photo. Yeah. It's a photo of the jewelry. <laughs> you can delete it. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't even let me open it. So I can't all right. It. Well, we'll work on booby jewelry. Well, like. Booby jewelry is going to have to wait for another day because now we're talking about Mormons. Now we're talking about Mormons. So, so polygamy is everybody wanting to coexist in a relationship together or the majority of them kind of thing. Open relationship is you allow your partner to date whoever they want and date you. Polygamy, I believe, is specifically designed as you're in a in a relationship or you and your partner want to be in a relationship with more than one person okay i think i see so there's a thing i'm pulling up here this says mormonism and polygamy yeah but it said that that now that there's a more modern terminology terminology a modern yeah modern like me, like method or terminology called modern plural marriage yeah it's a plural marriage it's a plural marriage because he is dating more than one person Mm -hmm. um they are now it's very important to note that in a multiple marriage all members are aware of it this is not the same as cheating this is not the same as you decided to marry a woman and then you decided you wanted more spouses and so you started dating and getting married to more people. That's not the same thing. Just to clarify, <laughs> we're so not like, holding adul- an affair or adultery. But like, so like these these do these people have like a marriage license for each marriage? No, no. no. In in the United States, you can legally only be married to one person. Even if you are in a full consenting polygamous relationship, you can only legally be married to one person at a time. Huh. So multiple marriages generally go one of two ways. They marry their first wife 
and then the other ones are just spiritual marriages. That's what the show Sister Wives is about. Yeah, but I don't like the way that Sister Wives does it. I watch something else. I've never seen Sister Wives, so I don't know, but I I, I, I assume it's about TLC. The documentary I watched wasn't on TLC. It wasn't for entertainment purposes. It was for education purposes. Mm. And I feel it's a more accurate representation of what it's actually like to be in that from those people. Because, like, the sister wives are like, we're all best friends. Nobody ever gets jealous of each other. We love each other. And, like, great. Like, but the one I watched, which is, I think, One Husband, Three Wives, if I'm correct, I'll search for it while we talk, um, is a documentary style where they actually went to Red Rock, Utah, which is where a lot of these Mormons live. Um, and they, like, build themselves a little community in a cliff face. And they went and they talked to them and understood and found out why that they're doing that and why they think that that's what the Lord would. They're professing Christians. Mormons believe they are professing Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, by the way, uh, three wives, one husband. Uh, and it is a more in-depth of how they want, how they look, a realistic look of, yeah, we all get jealous of each other. Like, that's a thing that's going to happen. Like, and how we deal with that issue and how like wait it's always three on one no 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 you start with one and then later on if you decide and not all mormons by the way feel called to multiple marriages Mm. there's ones in there where they're like we're not called to that here's why they believe that they should be called to it is they believe that at some point when we die the lord and i apologize if i'm murdering the mormon faith so <laughs> i don't mean to massacre your faith um if when we die the lord gives us like universes to be in charge of uh-huh. i don't know if it's universes or just planets um but we're then in charge of like our own world with more people in it mm-hmm. so multiple marriages prepare you for that because the dad goes from how so it's like a giant house with like separate households inside so each mom runs the household the way she wants to sometimes she'll watch the other kids but one mom could have completely different rules than another hmm. does that make sense yeah it sounds horrible it i agree um <laughs> and it's got to be confusing when your half sister can go and <laughs> go swimming in a pool and you're not allowed to for some reason yeah like, um but that's how they choose so they believe that they're having these mini universes by you know having these multiple marriages and that's preparing them and if they do well in that then the lord will give them like a better universe does that make sense Mm -hmm. um so the reasoning and that's why i liked that documentary is because like i said it's educational it's not just you know it, wants, yeah. it dives deep. It takes the compassionate route of finding out what is going on and why you feel this. Now, this and it doesn't pump it full of TV drama for ratings. For like for ratings thing. and no sense and like stuff also, like that. Also, welcome to Eight Hour Chat, the most sporadic podcast on the internet. I swear to God, who the fuck are I'm these Amish? Are, are these Amish getting paid for these shows know. that they're making? Okay, so in the very first episode. 
one of the guys was like, that's the bishop's wife. We're going to be in trouble now that she knows you're here. So uh, he's not supposed to have a camera crew on Yeah, so are these dudes now shunned because they were shown on TV? Yeah, I guess so. Like, huh. The Amish people are getting paid. The people that are on the show, but, like, nobody else is, obviously. Yeah. Random people. But, like, it's thrilling. It's thrilling. In the first episode, the bishop's daughter, she got, I don't know why, she got shunned because because the the film crew was coming i apologize for a second i thought you said she got shot and and my eyes got so big (laughs) oh like what she got got shunned because of the film crew by her bishop dad and then she had to go to a florida one and while she was in florida she went on like this spree and she got drunk and she got arrested for drunk driving oh my god so like she like so like She's Being shunned, star. like, ruined her whole life, then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, like, wrecked her life. And I was just like, what? What is happening? This is so much for one episode. Holy crap, yo. Yo. And was it even her fault? That the, it wasn't even her fault that the camera crew was there, huh? Well, yeah, it was. No, that was the bishop's wife is who you're thinking. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the bishop's wife caught the other kid. No, the bishop's daughter invited the film crew. Oh, by the way, no. stunning girl, and apparently later in this series becomes model. Um, well, there you go, man. That's that's crazy, though. It's a it's a crazy show. Like um, the the fact that they were like snuck. So, how is there even more than one episode if they were caught? So really, yeah, left is it's about their lives after, like exploring and figuring out the world that they have. No, okay, this reminds me of. And I know you haven't read this book, so I don't know why I'm going to bring it up. I don't, I don't think anybody but my fourth grade class read this book. But I had to read this book in fourth grade called Running Out of Time. Oh, my God. Mm, I feel like something in me is stirring. but It was like a Pulitzer Prize. Let me find the synopsis because I don't remember the exact synopsis. Running Out of Time book. Um, Is a novel by Margaret Peterson Haddix. Yep. Nope, never read this. Okay. Um, plots. I don't want that much of a plot summary. I just want a synopsis. <laughs> uh, uh, syn- synopsis. Uh, it's a thriller for young adults. Jessie Kaiser and other children her age believe she is living in Clifton, Indiana in 1840. A Dipolotheric epidemic. Let me spell this word and see if that sounds right to you. D I P H T H E R I A. No, dip- diphtheria. Diphtheria. D- yeah, it's a, it's a, it's like a old timey sickness. Yeah. Sure. Epidemic attacks the children of Clifton, and Jesse's mother is forced to reveal that the year is actually 1996. So, this was one of my favorite books growing up so she's convinced that she lives in clifton indiana in 1840 mm-hmm. and the like all the rules wearing the dresses that they had to wear going to church the schoolhouse didn't have that many kids and the kids started getting sick and just like dying like just massively dying mm-hmm. and her mom 
like pulls her aside and is like reveals that it's secretly 1996. What the fuck? And they're a social experiment that all oh, the parents no. know about and participate in, but the kids were raised thinking it was real. And it's like a museum. So like the museum people can see them through like mirrors. And it's like an exhibit that people come to. It's like a learning experience of this is how it was really like. Like the fucking Truman Show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Such a good book. So, and so she has to go out in the real world. And she's wearing like jeans and a t-shirt. And she's only ever worn like 1840s dresses. All of her life. And she's like out and like she's scared that everybody's going to try and rob her. She's scared of any man because her mom. Mm. Her. There scared. was there was a movie uh, in 2004 called The Village by M. Night Shyamalan. I don't know if you're and also like that. Uh, it was actually hit with like a plagiarism allegation by the writers of this book because apparently the, the, the book is oh, running a, out of time. a little too similar. Yeah. Fantastic. And so M. Night Shyamalan kind of ripped ripped the village off of, off of the book. That's fair. I think I did see that movie. It wasn't that good, but I mean, yeah, and the story. The sound- book was really good. Yeah. It was it was a really good book. I read that in fourth grade. Um, my teacher had us read all sorts of really cool books though when I was in fourth grade. Like I read The Whipping Boy. Oh, I read The Whipping Boy. That was a good book. Mm-hmm. Um by the Great Horn Spoon, which was about the gold rush. And a kid who like grabbed his butler and they traveled around the Cape to get to California back before the channel. No, I I never read that. Yeah, it's so good. I read such good books in fourth grade. I'm not going to lie. My teacher was like, she fed into my reading habit because the Mm -hmm. whole class had to read these books. Um, And they were just very good. Um, But Running Out of Time was by far my favorite. Recommend any of you who read it. It's definitely a a young adult book. um, So it won't take you that long to read. Um, It was probably... Like I said, welcome to 8-Hour Chat, the most sporadic podcast on the internet. That blended in very well with Breaking Amish. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it did. I'll give you that. the point of it. (laughs) That's why it came up in my brain. But uh, welcome to the podcast where Shan's ADHD jumps out. <laughs> hey, man. That's what we're here for. I get distracted by cutting boards and pliers. You know, and pliers. I, I, I couldn't cut through the thing I wanted to cut through. I also made too small of this thing. See if you can tell what it is. Guess the craft. <laughs> guess the craft. What is it? You have to guess first. No, but like what, what's the material? What is That's it? wire. Are they your uh, Breeze Through the Willow Wings? They are not. I actually already have Breeze Through the Willow Wings that I bought um, on like Spirit's Last Day Open. Mm. So I was going to make Breeze Through the Willow Wings, but I could buy them really cheap at Spirit's. So it's shaped like this. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it, but I have no idea what it is. It is a, I was trying to make a Cupid bow and arrow. Ah, okay. But I think it's too small. It's it's. I mean, it would be perfect for Cupid. Cupid's like a little cherub cherub guy, right? Yeah, and I'm like, maybe I should keep it small then. I mean, does that help if I make it like? Yeah, that looks a lot, that looks a lot more bow like. Yes. Okay, and I need like a string attached to it still, and mm-hmm, I'm gonna make mm-hmm. arrows and whatnot. Um, and I'm gonna put little hearts on the end of them. I gotta look dope because all your stuff looks dope. Aw, 
very sweet. Yeah, but that's pretty much gonna do it for us here on the podcast yep, this week. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much to for anyone who listened. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you made it this far, you oh, are yeah. not shunned in our internet not Amish, community. Our Amish community. You're not yeah, shunned. You're not shunned. We appreciate you. Uh, next week's our Monopoly podcast, unless next, we do yeah. otherwise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Monopoly cast, Monopoly show, Battle of the Monopolies, we shall call it. Is Battle of the Monopolies? Oh, are we gonna like wait? Are we gonna like um, um, like pit them against each other? <laughs> no, I'm just talking out okay, of my ass. <laughs> yeah, we can. We'll see what happens. We'll see what ends up happening. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you can. Uh, I'm not sure where you can find us yet, but uh, I'll, I'll be sure to include it in the description. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, my name is Oscar. My name is Jan. And this has been an hour chat. We will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.